Welcome to this new life podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ, so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged. I'm excited for what the Lord has. It's going to be an impartation Sunday. There are things that God has impressed in my heart for to this morning, you know, today, regarding the things that He wants to declare. You know, Isaiah tells us, it's the beginning of the year, and normally we, we read this in Isaiah, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. But I so believe this. He's doing a new thing. You know, the pandemic has been here for quite close to two years, but God is saying to all of us, I am doing a new thing, and you shall see it. Amen? All of us are going to see it. All of us are going to witness what God is wanting to do this year. There's something specific about this year. And I believe that He desires for the body of Christ to get a hold of what He has in store. So Isaiah 43, verse 18 to 19, Do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully. I am doing a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? Amen. We are going to be aware of it. And He says, there's nothing impossible with me. I will even put a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amen. When God speaks to His people, He gives an emphasis to the words that He's wanting to convey. And for us this year, the watchword is higher. Everybody say higher. Amen. He wants us to come up. And Revelations 4, 1 to 2, I mentioned that a while ago. And uh, it says there that you need to come up. He's talking to John. John, don't look at the situations here in this level. You must come up. You must come up and see what I see. See what I see. And so this is the instruction that God has given to us. It's an instruction. It's a prophetic word. It is a gateway. It's a measuring guide for us throughout the year. And He's saying to all of us, come up higher. Everybody say higher. Amen. Higher is our, our position in Christ. Ephesians tells us that we are seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. In Ephesians 2, it tells us that we were dead, He made us alive. And when He made us alive, He raised us up and seated us. Come on, think about that. Seated us in the heavenly places in Christ. And so we know that our high place is our identity in Christ. Where, where we are in the presence of God, we can now come and stay and operate from that high place. I mentioned last week that we need, we need to live from our high place. We need now begin to begin to think from our high place. We need now to begin to operate, live out from our high place. When we give, we must give from our high place. When we love, we must love from our high place. We must see things from the higher perspective that God has in store for us. And the wonderful thing in this high place is it is seated far above, far above all principalities and power. That means we are high above the situations of the world. We are in Christ, so therefore what is in Christ we have access to. And so that means that we can now begin to see life. We can begin to see 2022 from the vantage point of God that we can now begin to see the divine perspectives that God has in store for us. And when we know that, a while ago we were singing along these lines. Do you know what is happening? Is that the Spirit of God is bringing us into a higher realm and He's saying, I won't fail. 
I won't fail. You put your trust in me, I won't fail. So what happens is faith is, ri is rising inside of you and hope is released. Amen. And re regardless of what's happening, when you're in the high place, you see a lot of things. You see vantage point compared to if you are operating and seeing things from the lowlands. So God's desire is that we come up higher. Amen. And so today, there's a stirring in my heart, you know, about the, the images that God has put in my heart regarding this year. All right? Let me go to Ephesians. This is the prayer of Paul to the, to the Ephesian church. It says here, and I want to quote the, from the Amplified Version, but for lack of time, I'm just going to focus on verse 19. You know, this is a prayer that our hearts, you know, be open, all right? That God is going to give us a spirit of wisdom. And then he's saying that our hearts be flooded, our hearts, the center and the core of our being, be enlightened, flooded with the light of the Holy Spirit, that you would know the hope and the divine guarantee to which he has called you. And then he says that the riches of the glory, this is so rich, right? This passage. But I want you to focus on verse 19 in the Amplified. And it says, And so that you will begin to know what the immeasurable, the unlimited, the surpassing greatness of His active spiritual power is in us who believe. Let me read that again. So that we will begin to know, experience, what the immeasurable, the unlimited, the surpassing greatness of His active and spiritual power. Everybody say power. Power is in us who believe. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. These are in accordance with the working of His mighty strength, which He produced in Christ when He raised Him from the dead. Now, think about that. This really, I knew it. I, 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 begin, I, I was praying you know, along these lines many, many years ago, and when I read it again, it just, just opened up. The same power that raised Jesus from the grave, that resurrection power resides in you and me. That is powerful, <laughs> right? That is amazing. Think about that, that the same power that could not hold Jesus, the same power that resurrected Jesus from the grave is the same power that mighty power, immeasurable power that resides in you and me. Now, think about that. That means that the power, resurrection power, is made available to you and to me. Now, I was mentioning about three imageries or pictures yes, uh, last week. The mountain, the rocket ship, and the triangle, right? And I love, and I want to focus on the rocket ship. And we talked about that, that the rocket ship, during launch time, you know, there's like an explosion of power to bring that rocket ship up. All right? I sense by the Spirit of God that there's going to be a mighty move of the Spirit, you know, even at the beginning of the year. All right? Because of what we're experiencing right now in the, in the natural is an indication of what God wants to do in the opposite in the spirit that will manifest in the natural. I get so excited when I see a rocket ship launch. And so I have a, 
a video right now, maybe a 40-second video. I want you to see the magnitude of this power. Everybody, let's watch this video, and I'm going to come back. Ready? Go. Fifteen. Twelve. Eleven. Ten. Nine. Start, two, one, boost ignition, and liftoff of the space shuttle Discovery, returning to the space station, paving the way for future missions beyond. Liftoff! <laughs> right? Blast off, right? Liftoff. T minus 10, 9, 8. There's like an explosion of power that lifts this rocket ship up. I sense by the Spirit of God that God wants to do that to you and to me. That's why this Sunday I'm excited to just impart, allow the Holy Spirit to fill each and every one of us. Amen? There's a call in the Spirit. There is an instruction. God has given us a word. And He's wanting us to do things born out of a pattern. All right? And He... When Jesus began to operate on the earth, there was an anointing that was, was released on Jesus. Remember that? All right? There was an anointing. When he came up out of the River Jordan, the Spirit of God came upon Jesus. I believe that God has set the church for such a time as this, and he wants for us to have a Holy Ghost, you know, empowerment to, at the start of the year. I see an expectation of a power surge. Amen? If you need a title for this message, power surge. I see a power surge of the Holy Spirit in the church that you and I are going to experience Him like never before, and that will catapult, that will forward, that will surge the church into the things that He has prepared for us this year of 2022. Are you with me? Amen. As you have seen in the video, there's like a power assist. And so are you ready for the power assist? Are you ready for a power surge? You know, a surge, we always hear of the word surge nowadays. And the surge means an upward movement, all right? A surge means it's a sudden powerful forward or upward movement, just like a COVID surge, sickness surge. But ladies and gentlemen, we have a different surge. And that is the power surge, healing surge, provision surge. Amen. Come on, everybody. Amen. And so I see that manifesting. And so I want to flow along these lines, all right? Remembering that God has given us something, a watchword. And that watchword, as we allow the Holy Spirit, it's going to take the supernatural move of the Spirit for us to rise up into the things that He has prepared for us. There's like, if you continue to watch the launching of the, the rocket ship, there are like stages of separation, right? I'm going to get into that later on. But when you, like a certain stage disengages, there's another power or a rocket that is ignited so that it continues to go up. So there are like different stages. So when there's a disengagement, a power then begins to uh, engages so that it continues to go up. I say to you and I right now that in every season, there is a power reserved for all of us. Amen? We 
don't, uh, in every season, there is a grace reserved for you and for me. There's a fresh power, a grace for every stage, for every season. There's a fresh power ready for us this year of 2022. Come on. Amen. I want to go to Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. Talking about Pentecost. Do you know that Pentecost happened on a hill? Well, in, in Israel, they call it a mountain. It happened in Mount Zion, on a mountain. All right? Pentecost speaks of 50. All right? It's the fifth day from the Passover. And do you know another word or another meaning of Pentecost? is the Feast of Harvest. Are you ready for harvest? Amen. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the power of God, a power surge for us, amen, to see the harvest, amen, to witness the harvest, all right? Verse 1, Acts 2, 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. I pray that we will all be together in expectation to what God has in store for us this year. He's given us the watchword, hire, all right? I pray that every leader, I pray that every ministry, I pray that every congregant, will go higher this year, that we will have that same expectation. And then suddenly, verse 2, came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, a power surge. And it filled, everybody say filled. It filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled. Another word, filled. Two fields, right? with the word filled, with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. In this passage, there are two words. In the English, it is filled, but in the Greek, it's different. The first filled is the word pleru, which means filled inwardly, right? And the next filled, verse 4, is the word pleto, which means filled outwardly. Ladies and gentlemen, God is wanting us to fill, be filled inwardly, and He wants us to be filled outwardly. Amen. A power surge. I sense that this is going to be a pivotal year. Amen. And then, and then in verse 4, they were all filled with the Spirit, began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I sense in the Spirit you know, that we are turning a corner. And we are actually turning that corner and we see a, uh, a stretch. A momentum is going to uh, continue, but it's going to increase, accelerate in pace. And we need the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to bring out things. It's going to be an uncommon year. It's going to be a breakthrough year. We're going to break in. We're going to break out. We are going to break through. Amen. There's going to be a heightened move of the Spirit in Jesus' name. So as you are sensing, this message is quite prophetic, all right? But it needs an impartation. We're going to pray that in a while, all right? Acts 1.8, but you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, all right? So there is an empowerment for us to be witnesses, to tell people about me, both in Jerusalem, all right, in all Judea, all right? It's just like your sphere of influence is getting larger from your area to all Judea, Samaria, and even to the ends of the earth. Let me say something about the move of the Spirit. 
Do you know that each and every one of us, God works as the Holy Spirit comes in two ways. He fills us within and He fills us, empowers us up, upon, outward and inward. All right? There's a fountain and there's a river. Okay? John 4, 13 to 14. Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. So there is a fountain. The moment you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit came and there is now a fountain. The fountain is there for your benefit. The fountain is there for my benefit, all right? It's a well. It's a fountain. It's for my personal edification. But there is also another move of the Spirit in your life, and that is from a fountain, it becomes a river, all right? John 7, 37 to 39, on the last day, the great feast, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. It's as if Jesus is saying to all of us, there's more. <laughs> 2022, you see a lot of negative things, but hey, there's more. There's an invitation. There's more. All right? Verse 38, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers. Not what river, but rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit has not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. And so here, there is an invitation. God is saying, there is more. If anyone thirsts, come to me. That's why a while ago, we've been declaring by the Spirit of God, put your faith in me. Put your faith in me. Amen. What you're looking for is in the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. And for some Christians, maybe you're feeling like kind of tired, kind of giving up. Well, God wants for you to be filled with the Spirit of God. Wants, God wants for you to have an encounter with the Spirit of God. Amen. That fresh fire and fresh wind would come. Amen. And then God wants for you to be an avenue of His grace, avenue of His power to the people around you. Amen? Let me say this. We need to constantly know the joy of what's in us and the strength that's upon us. We need to constantly know the joy that is in us, the joy of our salvation and the strength that is upon us. Amen. So if you want more, the strength of the river is dependent on these. Are you ready? Are you thirsty? Are you thirsty? Are you thirsty for more? Second, do you want more? Then if you want more, come to me, God is saying. And then verse 3, or verse 3, number 3, learn how to drink. So if you are thirsty, you come to Jesus and learn to drink and drink and drink from Him. Take from Him. How do you drink? You take and then you open up your mouth and then you drink. All right? Do you know that there is a well 
inside of you, and there are rivers that God wants to release in you and through you. And that's why we need to be filled, allowing the Holy Spirit to fill us up as we come to Jesus. Are you with me? Joel, Joel all right? Joel 2, verse 23 to 29. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For He has given you the former rain faithfully, and He will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain, in the first month. Think about that. In the first month. We're in the first month, right? January. Now, the former rain refers to the autumn rain, which came at planting time. So it's the autumn rain. But the latter rain is the spring rain that occurs before the harvest. So what happened is he, what's happening here is the outpouring of the refreshing rain renews the fertility of the parched ground. It is a symbol that points to the outpouring of the Spirit that brings in spiritual revival. He's saying that the autumn rain I have I've given, and now I'm going to give the latter rain, all right, or the spring rain all at the same month. All at the same month. First month, according to the New King James, the first month. And we are in the first month, all right? Look at verse 24. The threshing floor shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with new wine. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. Are you ready for restoration? Amen. When the Spirit of God comes in, the outpouring of the Spirit, not only that you are refreshed, but there's going to be a restoration. Come on. There's going to be a restoration. The crawling lo locust, the consuming locust. You know, this virus like a locust, right? The chewing locust, my great army which I sent among you. Verse 26, okay, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am in the midst of new life. I am in the midst of your family. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. When there is an outpouring of the Spirit, not only that you are going to be refreshed, not only that there will be restoration, not only that there is going to be a satisfaction that you're going to focus on your salvation, but God is going to reveal more of Himself to you. You're going to know more of who He is, and you will know that God is in the midst. You begin to see who He is. You, in, this, in light of the situations around you, you begin to see higher and begin to see His purposes, His plans in your life. You know, that's what the beautiful thing that happens when the Holy Spirit comes. It transforms you from within, makes you to see things makes you to hear things, empowers you from within. Amen. And verse 28, it says, And it shall come to pass after that I will put out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see vision. That's why I see visions, not dream dreams. All right? Your young men shall see vision. Pastor Edwin is the one that sees dreams. All right? Because your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also, 
on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Are you ready? Amen. I will pour out my spirit. Where God wants to take us this year, it's not going to be by might, not by our power, but it's going to be by the spirit of God. Amen. Which brings me to the next point. I see like a great outpouring. It leads the people to a great consecration. Amen. Because there's going to be a change of heart. The more God, the Holy Spirit, as long as you're open, the Holy Spirit is going to transform you. Just like the rocket ship that moves up and up and up, there are stages of disengagement that happen, right? But think about the astronauts. They are committed to leave earth behind. In the middle of the shaking, right, there's a lot of G-force that they're feeling in their body going up, okay? In the middle of the shaking, they are committed not to give up. They're committed that they're going to go up. They're committed to leave the past, the world, the thinking, the old mindset. We are, must be committed just like those astronauts as they're going to go into orbit. Our part is really to go up and as God is saying, and so there is going to be what? A consecration that is needed. A changing of things in our mind, in the way we think, in the way we live. And you know what? It's by the Spirit. Our part is to open our hearts and say, Lord, do your work inside of me. You know, there's a peg. I, I likened this year into Joshua. I'm sensing in, in the days to come, we're going to talk more about Joshua. But in Joshua chapter 3, verse 1 to 5, Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Acacia Grove and came to the Jordan. Joshua's getting ready to enter the promised land. They're actually in the promised land, all right? But they're now going to cross the Jordan, okay? He and all the children of Israel lodged there before they crossed over. So they're seeing actually beyond. They believe in the promises of God and they're seeing beyond. They're seeing the land already. All they need to do is cross the Jordan. For some of you, you just need to cross the Jordan. All right? To be intentional. So it was, verse 2, after three days that the officers went through the camp and they commanded the people saying, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites bearing it, that you shall set you're from your place and go after it. The Ark of the Covenant is the presence of God. So when you see the presence of God, how can you see the presence of God if you are not near the presence of God? So they were in proximity. Amen? We need to know, hear, see. We need to be in a place wherein the Holy Spirit can instruct us. Amen? Because there are things, there are strategies that God wants for us to take this year. Can someone say amen? So see the ark. We need to follow the presence of God. The ark represents the presence of God. All right? So we must discern and follow the Spirit. And I say a higher sensitivity in the Spirit as the Holy Spirit comes. Amen? For you and for me. Amen? Verse 4. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Do not come near it that you may not you may know, so that you may know the way which you must go. For you have not passed this way before. Amen? We have not passed this way before. 
alright? But the Holy Spirit is the one leading. The presence of God is the one leading. This year, there are many going to be many challenges this year. We have not yet passed this way before, but all will be okay because Jesus is in our boat. And He's smiling at you and me and saying, I go before you. I am with you. I go before you. I know your destiny. You're going to go to the other side. Can someone say amen to that? Right? And so I love it. As we follow the Spirit of God, verse 5, Joshua said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Consecrate yourselves as you follow the Spirit of God. Consecrate yourselves. That is going to be our part as the Holy Spirit now comes, amen, to impart things to fill us up. There must be a consecration. We need to open up our hearts and begin to see what God wants to do. You know, for you to go higher, a sacrifice is needed. Do you know to launch a rocket ship, just like in the natural, it takes a lot of money, right? Last year, there's like, uh, there's famous billionaires that their trust is just, their mission is to go, you know, to have a commercial flight to go up. And for you now, the ticket price for you to go up in orbit, all right? For, for example, Virgin Atlantic, it takes $250,000, one ticket, just to go up and be there in the orbit for how many minutes and go down. Very expensive, all right? It takes a sacrifice for some. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the same thing. God is calling us to come up, but there are things that we must leave behind. I mentioned this last time, okay, last Sunday, about consecration. But I must focus on this now because it's been in my heart to remind all of us that higher living calls for a higher form of consecration. Amen. A surrender. You know, in a high place, it's a place of sacrifice, but also it's a place of trust. It's a place wherein we surrender every day. My in, in ex my, the instruction is for all of us to come up higher and operate from that place. You know, it will take a lot of surrender. It's a full surrender every day because God wants to lead us. God wants to speak to us. We must begin to obey. We must begin to hear and see. Amen. If God tells us no, then we must believe and trust in the things. Do you know that He speaks to you and to me? As the Holy Spirit infills you, there will be instructions that are going to be given. It's not just a feel-good thing. You know, then when He fills you up, sometimes you don't even feel anything. But you must know in faith that He fills you up. And when that happens, and later on we're going to pray, when that begins to happen, then there's going to be a higher sensitivity for you that you must expect that you be led by the Spirit of God. Are you with me? Are you with me? Because it's good to have a watchword. But you know when a watchword is given, there will be instructions, right? That He's going to give to you and to me. There's going to be a higher consecration. I remember the image of a triangle. Remember the image of the triangle. We adjust as we go up. At the base, you know, the base has broader options, preferences, and liberties, and personal rights. But when you go up, you're saying, I'm willing to let this go. I'm willing to change my preferences. 
I'm willing to let the past go, bitterness. I'm willing to take off unnecessary weights, old mindsets and habits, bitterness and distractions. I'm willing to let it go because I want to go up in the things that God has in store for us. And you know what? Making adjustment, it's going to be by the Spirit. If it's by the Spirit, then the, the fruit of it is going to be lasting. But if you do it born out of your own strength, then it's not going to be. What, we're, what the Holy Spirit is calling all of us to do is not a, you know, every year, but the beginning of the year, you have a New Year's resolution. It's not that. It's not a New Year's resolution. It's a Holy Ghost, you know, instruction that He's wanting us, come on, you know, leave that low thinking behind and begin to go up now. Because I want for you to see, you know, just like Joshua, you know, consecrate, sanctify yourself today because tomorrow you're going to see wonders. Are you ready? Oh, I'm wanting to see more. And as a church, I want us to go up higher. And so ready for us as we make adjustments, as we go higher. As I was, been, as I was preparing for this message, this word came, a phrase, prepare the vessel. Prepare the vessel. Prepare the temple. All right? Let's be pure containers of Christ. Let's prepare the vessel. All right? Let's prepare the temple. And then God, the Holy Spirit, led me to this verse, 2 Timothy 2, 20-22. Now in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also wood and clay, some for honorable use, some for dishonorable. Verse 21, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself, the Holy Spirit is, there's an invitation, but the one who's going to make it happen is our partnership with the Holy Spirit. Our yes, Lord, do your work in me. If anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as wholly useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. Are you ready for that? Amen. Are you ready for God using you in a higher way? Amen. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. In another translation, run as fast as you can from all the ambitions and lust of youth. And chase after all that is pure. Whatever builds up your faith and deepens your love must become your holy pursuit. And live in peace with all those who worship our Lord Jesus from a pure heart. In another, trans, in another uh, passage in Timothy, 1 Timothy 4.12, Let no one despise you for your youth. All of us are young, right? Amen? But set the believers an example in speech, all right, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. I'm calling the young people. This is the time for us to, to us, right? This is the time for all of us to rise up. Let's be an example in our purity. Let's be an example in the Word. Let's be an example in our conduct, all right, in every generation. And you need the Spirit of God to do this. Our part is to say yes. Our part is, Lord, fill me up. Because what happens here is the higher you go with God, the greater your representation of God. 
The higher you go with God, the greater you're going to represent. Remember that we are light and we are salt. The light, especially in this time, must be shining brighter. Amen. And the salt must make a difference already. Amen. We are light and we are salt. And God's desire is that we go higher to represent Him because the world needs God. Amen. But for it to happen, remember this, that the strength of the river is connected from the well that is inside of you. So the strength of the river, what flows out, is connected with what's God, what God is doing inside of you. Amen. So what God does through me will be dependent on the depth of that, what God does in me. What God, what God does through me will be dependent on what God does in me. Higher consecration. Amen. A higher consecration. He desires us to come up. But as we come up, He's allowing us, you know, time and giving us instruction. What are the things that you must let go? What are the things that you must change? What are the things that you must adjust? This year, this month, even this day, so that you will continue to go higher into the things that God has in store for all of us. Amen? Let me end with one more verse. There's so much to say, but I believe that you guys are getting by the Spirit. There is a cultivation. Amen? There's a cultivation that God wants for us, you know, to do in the Spirit, that we must know and hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Verse that I want for you to go to is Ephesians chapter 5. I mentioned this last Sunday, but let me continue to, to speak this out and read this. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. What is the will of the Lord? That you be filled. Verse 18, do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. Or in, in, in essence, don't be filled with other things. All right? Don't be filled with other things. Be filled with the Spirit. The Bible says, you know that word filled is not just a one-time filling. Just like a gas tank, right? It will run dry. And we cannot operate this year from a tank that is dry. He wants us to be filled. Amen. He wants us to be ready as willing vessels. Amen. Be filled, not only a one-time filling, but it's going to be a continuous infilling of the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit has given you the Spirit of Christ the moment, you know, God has given you the Spirit the moment you receive Him as your personal Lord and Savior. That's the fountain. And then now, He's wanting us to be filled with the task, for the things that He has in store for us this year of 2022. Amen. It's not just a one-time infilling, but it's going to be an everyday infilling. I need to be filled with the Spirit of God every time I stand here. Amen. Every time I wake up, I ask, Holy Spirit, come. Come. Move in me. There's things 
that God wants to take us. There are things that God wants to do in our lives. And so, let me leave you with three things. Very, very fast. Three things we need to do so that we can maintain our well full and to make the rivers constantly flowing. Number one, know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Right? That the Holy Spirit resides inside of you. Number two, learn the ways of the Spirit. Directions, leading. Prayer is going to be a game changer this year. Let's pray in the Spirit. We're praying in tongues. Pray with your heavenly language. Come on. Amen. Business people, begin to pray along these lines. Pray. Pray in the Spirit. Pray the perfect will of God. And then number three. Number three, in things that we can do to maintain our well full and the rivers constantly flowing, first one is know the temple. Know that you're the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit resides inside of you. Number two, learn the ways of the Spirit, directions and leading. Amen. And number three, stay fresh by constantly practicing, listening and responding to the Spirit. Every day, you know, constantly practice hearing the voice of the Spirit. Do you know that you can hear the voice of the Spirit? Do you know that the Spirit resides inside of you? He wants to guide you. He wants to lead you. Practice that. You know, I'm, I, I, I gave an example. Well, if ever before, the, our helper was not around because she went uh, to, to, to her hometown for a vacation. And so in the house, there are many times that I was the one who's washing the dishes. And so you know what I do? As I was washing the dishes, I pray. I listen to the Holy Spirit. And when somebody, when the Holy Spirit drops somebody in my heart, I pray for that somebody. I pray to that. So I practice. You know what? You can practice the Holy Spirit. You can practice being sensitive and hearing the voice of the Spirit. You can do it after the service. You can do it even now. Holy Spirit, what are you telling me with regards to this message? Amen? There's a call. Call for us to come up higher. Call for us to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. When, when John came up higher, in verse 2, in Revelation chapter 4, verse 2, in the Amplified, there was a communication with the Spirit. And when there's a special communication in the Spirit, Behold, a throne stood in heaven. He was in the Spirit, and there was a special communication, and then he saw the throne, the one seated on the throne. I speak that for all of us in the days to come. Amen? Do you want that? The key here is that you be thirsty. The key here is that you humble yourself and say, Lord, I need you more. Holy Spirit, I need you more in my life. I'm going to pray right now. I'm going to pray. Everyone just lift your hands. Or better yet, just stretch forth your hand towards the television or stretch forth your hand towards the computer. And we're going to pray right now. Father, I thank you that you set this day as you have instructed all of us. Fresh fire and fresh wind an impartation from the Spirit that is needed for us to go higher. Lord Jesus, I ask you, Lord, that you fill all of us up. 
Fill us up, Lord. I stretch forth my hand right now for everyone watching. I pray an infilling of the Spirit of God. Father, I know it is your will. And so right now that you fill every father, every mother, every son and daughter, every man, woman, and even child right now, in the, in the Spirit, I pray that you be filled right now. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. I pray for fresh fire, fresh strength, a fresh seeing. I thank you, Lord, for a fresh encouragement, a peace that rises. I pray for hope rising up in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, for strength even in the bodies right now in Jesus' name. Fill, fill us up, Lord. Fill every person right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that there's going to be a heightened sensitivity, an awareness of the Spirit, an awareness, Lord God, that we are people of the Spirit, that we are alive and we have a special communication with the Spirit, that we will know what the Spirit of God is saying. That we will know what the Spirit of God is saying. Even for some people who are isolated, people who are even right now uh, are depressed. Oh, Jesus, I pray for a fresh filling right now over every person right now. Receive that. Receive that. The key here is that you be thirsty. The key here is that you be just wanting more. Holy Spirit, fill us, Lord. Fill us, Lord. Fill us, Lord. Thank you for a move, Lord, what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing in this place, Lord. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that God's powerful word can bring a change in your situation and transform your life. So we encourage you to share this message to your family and friends so they too can know of the new life that God has for them. If you prayed to receive Jesus for the first time or was simply blessed by this message, we invite you to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook at newlife.ph, Instagram at newlife underscore ph, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Life Media PH. You can also email us at connect at newlife.ph. We will be so glad to hear from you. To support the ministry, please visit newlife.ph slash alabang slash give. Your generosity is greatly appreciated. God bless you.